Unlimited Influence Podcast, Episode 12. Are you ready to give your personal brand a boost and take your business to a whole new level? Go to theaccelerantgroup.com and download your free copy of the Brand Builder Formula. Welcome to the Unlimited Influence Podcast, where I chat to everyday people who've stepped up to inspire others to be the best they can be. Get ready as they inspire you to unleash your unlimited influence. Hey everyone, Samantha Riley here, and I'm super excited to be welcoming today's featured guest, Alexis Logan. Alexis is a healer and mindset coach who helps entrepreneurs break through their blocks to wealth and success. The creator of the Wealth Code Activation, she's helped some of the most successful coaches and thought leaders simplify their business and reach their next level of success in less time. Wow, welcome to the show, Alexis. This is going to be so cool. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Pleasure, pleasure. So that's a super brief intro, but I'd love you to pull back the curtain and give us a little sneak peek into who you are and what makes you tick. Well, I am a psychology nerd and energy worker junkie, if you will. I love all, I love to know how people tick. And I didn't realize that I'd love to know. Well, I guess I guess I kind of knew all my life, but when I first started my business, I was actually a health coach. I was like, Oh, I'm going to help people like get healthy and all of that. And I realized I was more jazzed about what was going on in their mind than actually giving them an actual meal plan. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, that's not going to work. <laughs> Crack up. <laughs> and so that's where I really like started to kind of get into energy work. I started out with Reiki. Everyone considers Reiki like the gateway drug and type of hands-on healing and then moved on to working in people's soul records. And so that's how I work with my clients right now. And it's really about unlike earthing their stuff that they may not want people to hear or, you know, if they told someone to feel super embarrassed about and helping them to work through that. Um, I have a background as a top check to services worker. So you pretty much can tell me anything. Like I've had people tell me like they've killed people and I'm totally okay with that. Wow. (laughs) We can can have a conversation and do some healing around that. So I really think that that's probably one of my superpowers is people can pretty much tell me anything. I'm just not, I'm not impressed. Like I feel like I've heard everything. (laughs) That is so very super cool. And also very intriguing that you went from um, health coaching into doing what you're doing now. And I can share with you now that I have exactly the same background. I was a holistic lifestyle practitioner and I just love the mindset stuff. And that's how I got into coaching. So (laughs) we're kindred spirits. (laughs) Oh, wow. This could go anywhere. Cool. So I'd love you to share more. Uh, You know, you've touched a little bit on what you do, but what's your business and how do you serve your community? So I kind of stumbled into my business. As soon as I stopped health coaching and started really getting into mindset stuff, the first thing that I did was working around leaders around like body image and things like that. And so I think there was like this misconception that you have to start at the bottom or start at the bottom and then work your way up. And I think my story and process has been, (laughs) I don't know how, but I just seem to be attracting these like six figure, multi six figure, seven figure clients and they need help like getting through their like shit. So that's really how it started is like them finding me in a way like I would hire a mentor, they would hire me or I'd be at a conference and I would just meet them. It just kind of came up 
organically. And then as soon as I started building my business and people were like, oh, you're got this such amazing like advice for building business. Like, why don't you go into business coaching per se? Did that crash and burn? No, no, no. Like was not my thing in terms of the strategy, but I could get people through what was their hang up getting out into the world. Like what's that one thing that's keeping you from doing that? And so I just kind of built that and built that and it turned into like this money, wealth, success conversation. And that's where I am now. And I still under, under my business though, I still do the body image coaching and like sensuality coaching for high powered women. I still work with them around wealth and success. And I apparently have a really good track record for getting people hitched and having babies too. So um, <laughs> All right, we can pick that right away from me. There's no more babies happening here. <laughs> Yeah. And so I, I just kind of allowed myself to be led because I, every time that I tried to like, okay, I'm just going to do this one thing, everything else like popped up. And so I would make a choice in one direction and then all this other stuff and what I used to do would pop up. I'm like, well, okay, let me just expand my own idea about what my brand can be and how I can help people and then just see what happens. And so I've taken the look and see approach and experience and then kind of built this brand around it. Wow. I really, really love what you're talking about this, um, about going into the flow and just paying attention to what people want and what they're coming to you for. Um, and I know that we chatted very quickly before we got on the call, but your journey has, I'd love to talk a little bit more about it because it, I know that you've just mentioned that you didn't sort of go from where you were to where you are now. Can you sort of tell us about that journey and go a little bit deeper into that? Definitely. So I, when I started, so I guess I started my health coaching business in like five years, like 2011. And then I deep, I just dove into working at a soul level with people working in their Akashic records from that training. And I had a coach at the time. I learned so many lessons from that coach. Unbelievable. Some of them not, not always positive, but <laughs> I, it was this amazing journey, like being coached by her. Cause she would say like, go out and like just experience stuff and do all these readings with people and all of that. And there's an intuitive side of us that kind of is if you let it be a strong voice can really guide you. And so I kept getting these, I like, you need to just focus on body image, do the teleseminar, get people on there, do the strategy sessions and bam, it's going to be good. And so I actually brought that to her. Like, I've just got this like intuitive hit. I need to do this. And um, she looked, she, she was on the phone. She's like, you have no list. You have this, like, this is not going to work. I do. And, and I, I remember going, but I have this really strong intuitive sense about it. No, no, no. You need to do this over here. So I tried doing it her way for about four months, made zero money, decided I'm just going to not tell her what I'm going to do. I'm going to do my thing and what's been talking to me. And I kid you not, I had like, I had never done a teleseminar before. I had 103 people on. Like, it was oh like crazy. Goodness, I had 103 so people awesome. on. And like 30 per, like, 30 people signed up for a strategy session. I had a terrible close rate. So I think I only closed like five or six people, right? But you know, you're just first starting out. And that was the first part, the first time that I had experienced like, oh, 
maybe you can actually trust yourself to follow your own intuition. And just maybe that's actually going to lead you to where you want to go faster than you actually following someone else's model. And so I kind of warred with that, though. I could say that, oh, yeah, I made almost $9,000 that month and rode off into the sunset. And, you know, oh, my God, now I'm a seven figure, you know, like, you know, person now, but I'm not because there was a sense of like going through that. Oh, my God. Like all this stuff came up. of Oh, my God. And breaking pattern and being different. And it's not encouraged and conform and this and that. And so I at the time, like had to really learn to trust myself. And I feel like that's been the major journey of my business is building that self-trust and confidence that I actually know what the hell I'm doing and can trust the universe to show up for me and kind of be led. So it's, it's an interesting dance between like putting your goals forward and wanting to work towards something and then also allowing the magic to happen, like being flexible to see what happens in the space to actually pull you forward. And so I feel like that's the major probably lesson of the journey of how I got here is that kind of push pull of figuring out when do I follow the expert advice? When do I follow my own advice? And then how do I actually use my intuition in my business so that it's works and it's kind of like this thing where I can trust it, I can trust myself and it creates amazing opportunities. So we've had, I've had a very, uh, like a similar experience to that just this week. And it was prompted by someone posting on Facebook that they're an amazing marketer. And it's because when they started off their business, they had no idea about what was the way to do things. So they've kind of done it their way. And then I thought, wow, that's exactly how I started my business when I was when I was 19, because I had no idea about anything to do with business. And I kind of just made up as I went along. And then, you know, going back 2010, things were started to get really, really hard for me. I went into the online space and I was trying to, I had lots of amazing mentors, but I was trying to do it exactly their way. And it wasn't until recently, I just thought, hang on a sec, if I've started my own business back in 1994, my own way, why can't I just do it again now? And now that I'm just making it up as I go along, exactly what you said, just following my intuition, everything is just starting to flow so beautifully. So it's really good to listen to mentors and have mentors and coaches, but you've got to really tap into your own intuition as well. And not just use your logic, but feel through your heart instead of just thinking through your head. Would you agree? Definitely. I always felt like, you know, the way we get led astray is because we buy into like, there's this one way of doing something or there's an end all and be all. And the, I realized the mentors that I was hiring, that I was hiring were used to people just following them and not asking questions. Yeah. And so for me, like, I felt like I never got the results that I wanted because I actually wasn't being true to myself and I wasn't giving them me, who I really was, what I really believe them for, for it to actually move forward because I was so afraid that they're going to like, oh, things become different or this or that or their, or their system. And I have to choose and make a decision that feels unaligned for me. And I just remember that having that inner turmoil. But as soon as I just decided, Hey, this is me. This is who I am. You know, help me to bring this forward. That's really when stuff started to happen. So what's really interesting about that is that your coaches couldn't take you to the level that you needed to go to because you weren't giving them the full you. I wasn't. I was, I'm really, I was really good at, you know, just, oh, I, I need to show up this way because then people will like me. <laughs> and so it was like, people will like this image. They won't like this if they knew it was really happening behind the curtain. And I think that there was a way that was to me that was like really inauthentic, but I didn't know because I didn't feel good enough or hadn't 
had like the, the accolades or the, the income that they had or this, that I could actually trust myself, you know, and, and to really like put myself really out there until I had, you know, all this credibility that I thought really mattered until I started working with my clients who make a shit ton more than I do. <laughs> and you weren't interested in the fact that I didn't make as much money. They were like, you have a skill set that I need. Just show up and do that and don't yeah. worry about the rest. <laughs> wow. That's wow. So you're, you're doing your, your coaching with these clients now, and that's really cool. And you've been on this massive journey. What did you personally have to work through to get to the point that you are now? Cause it's not just, it's not just about knowing what needs to be done logically, is it? No, it's really for me, it was about getting out of my own way in terms of not caring whether or not people liked me because I have my background in childhood is all about people pleasing. Like I could do, I could show up any way you wanted me to show up and I could be this person and, and all of that. And then, you know, I feel like I would wake up one day and be like, holy crap, this is so much energy keeping up this facade. Like I can't do it anymore. And so I feel like I've always warred with that. But until I got to the point where it was like, it doesn't matter. There's a skill set or something that you have that people need. And so the people who need you are going to be there. And the naysayers and all of that, you just have to grow a thicker skin and also realize like most people's reactions is not about, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, totally. You know, like they yeah. just have their own crap coming up that that's just getting projected onto you. And I realized I had to stop taking that on because everyone else, as I'm on my own journey, everyone else is on their own journey and we're all here to learn from each other. So as I start, started to flip the switch that everything was a lesson, even if it stung at the time, if it was like, nasty feedback on social media or an email that somebody got because I was being vulnerable um, to my newsletter list. And they were like, I could never, I had, someone sent me an email, like I could never learn from you because you're just a hot mess and all over the place and this and that. And for, for that one email I got, I got 10 other that were like, Oh my God, I'm so glad you said something about this because I'm going through the same thing, you know? And so if I could let like that 10, like that 1% or that 10% just go and just like focus on all the positive that was coming, then I could really get out there and be visible. And I also learned that, you know, being courageous and speaking your truth, like everyone else is actually feeling it. So if you just call out the white, like the elephant in the room, most people are like, oh God, she's real because she's actually just said that and I'm feeling it too. And it was just so amazing just to be able to learn that and like let go. Yeah, absolutely. Because, <laughs> you know, for like you said, for every 1% that's a hater, there's another nine people going, Oh, she only just said what we were thinking. <laughs> so how important has it been to build your personal brand? So the brand of Alexis Logan. It's been super important because it's it's me and what I do. And I realize like, you know, people always reflect and like, you're so different. And I think it's just because of like the amount of soul work that I do, the intuition, the level of intuitive stuff, the quirky stuff that comes up. And I'm like, you got to own that. <laughs> you can't just sweep it under the rug. People are going to find out when they, when they work with you, like one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> so it's super important to really build an authentic brand and to put stuff out there that was just the real me. Yes. Because I can't, you know, you can't, for me, it was like, I can't be two people. It's too much work. It's yeah. too much work. It's a lie. And so for me, building the personal brand around what I was really thinking and, and allowing myself to actually be seen and acknowledged for who I am. I mean, I feel like that's really made the difference because people actually can get to know me and therefore then they can choose. Yeah. Like, 
real. <laughs> Absolutely, because they want to know who the real you is. You know, I was with a friend last year and we were trying to choose headshots for my website and we both chose one that we liked and her husband walked in and said, you can't use that photo. And we're like, well, why? We like that one. He said, because you're so soft in that photo that when people met you in real life, they would actually be scared of you because you're not a soft person. <laughs> it's like you need a strong photo, otherwise you're just going to scare people. And that's when I really realized you have to have every single part of you, like the way that you really are, so that people feel like they already know you and can just continue that journey from whatever, however it is that they've connected with you in the first place. Definitely. And and I think because of the level of conversation and the amount of vulnerability and how, you know, the work that I do, like we get into people's stuff, like just get into people's stuff to be able to extract that and help them heal. So it it's even more important for me to be like who I am throughout all the spaces because it's a high level of trust that my clients put in me. And I really want that to be put out there that, you know, I am someone that you can trust. I'm going to talk about the real stuff. Like I'm not going to sweep things under the rug. So to me, that was also super, super important, you know, because a lot of... <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I attract a whole lot of clients who have like their, their BS, like, uh, like barometer alert, like really high or whatnot. But I always am like, I don't want to get caught like not being who I am because that to me would be just the most hurtful thing that, that would probably come up. Yeah. Do you think that working with people that are already doing, you know, six figures, those people, understand that to get to that point that they've just had to let the BS go anyway. So they're probably more open to hearing the real story. You know, I feel that sometimes people at the start of their journey hide it a little bit more and, and, and it's all just part of the journey. But by the time you're getting to that six figures, it's just like you have to call it as it is because that you couldn't have got there otherwise. Yeah, I think there's an element of that too. And then, the, but you know, funny enough, there's also the, the perfection, like the, I cannot let anything drop. I can't let people actually see me as I can't. Maybe I can't even admit what's going on for myself because then maybe my colleagues may think less of me. I think this is like this real like underlying fear that if you don't have it all together, then it means that you're just a hot mess even at that level. So they're even more guarded and have smaller circles in which they'll actually be truthful is what I have found with some of yeah. my clients. Okay, I can um, hear what you're saying there yeah. because they're a little bit they're sort of up there and they're feeling that maybe the only way from up there is down so that mm -hmm. yeah oh wow or they've worked really hard to get there they're really they've been really good at like going through the motions and building their business and then they and then the, there's this piece coming that it's like crap I built this business but I hate it or it doesn't fully reflect my purpose or something like that mm. and then there's that unraveling that I, I feel happens and so if you're at a certain level like even at you know at the seven figure level if I start to unravel then it's going to mean something if people find out about it yeah right wow what a journey hey <laughs> <laughs> oh your personal brand and you said that it's very very it's been important for you to be able to um, like leverage the growth of your business what are the three things that you would say have had the greatest impact in building that brand for you finding my voice I came from a very like academic background and legal background so I always felt like I I had to find my voice and what that rhythm was and conveying things to people that actually sounded like me yes and it sounds like such a little thing but I always feel like 
man, if they were to meet me on stage, I know I wouldn't use that word. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So finding my voice was a big thing on the way. Let's see. The second thing was appearance. I was a Catholic schoolgirl, so I wore a uniform the majority of my life and mm-hmm. no sense of fashion. I had not, not actually looked at, like, developed, like, how I want to look. I would actually just pick out, like, I would go to InStyle. I'd be like, that's a great outfit. I'll just pick that. Like, I had to figure out, like what that was and it might also seem like a small thing but being comfortable in your body is so important yeah. and I and I look back on images of myself earlier and I was like that girl was trying to be someone she was not yeah <laughs> so I had to find that I had to find fashion had to find my voice and then it was just like letting my weird rock out. Ah, oh, that is so, like, so cool. Letting the weird rock out. So people are like, Akashic Records, Soul Records, like, what the hell is that? I'm like, oh, yeah, I know how to tap into your Soul Records and I can extract, you know, all this information about your business and what needs to happen so you can be in alignment with me and boom, boom, boom. I can do it in my sleep and all of that. And I would never tell people that. Like, I would never rock out in the weird. I would never show people my Oracle cards. I wouldn't show anything. And so adopting that piece, I probably feel like brought me the most confidence in bringing my brand forward. That's very, very, very cool that, um, I, and I love the way you said it, letting my weird rock out. A lot of people have sort of, you know, someone said the other day, you know, he loved to learn to love and embrace his, his quirks and idiosyncrasies, but letting my weird rock out is just so rock star. It is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that you got to that point because that means that we could meet. <laughs> totally and you know it's almost like you have to I I think a lot of people think that you have to put everything out about your life on online and I don't ever think you need to do that but I feel like the important pieces are the things that you know make you unique and make you you definitely need to be visible and be out there and be something that you you weave throughout all of the pieces of your of your business so I'm not I'm not gonna be the person that's gonna be posting like you know photos of my kid or my boyfriend like all the time or like what's going on in my house because my house is a mess half the time but <laughs> you know like I'm gonna feel stuff like here's a quirk that I have like this is me over here so I think it's just about finding the balance of what you are truly comfortable sharing and what's going to really convey who you are the most. I 100% agree with that because just because we're being authentic and, 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 you know, we're putting our real selves out there doesn't mean that we need to share some personal thing that's happening with our family. And it doesn't mean that we're any less authentic. It's just that we're choosing to protect our family or, or that part of our world away from everyone else. And yeah, we don't need to share all the, all the gross bits with the world. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. And then I know some bigger brands who do, and I think it's awesome. And I'm like, that's totally courageous and totally not me. <laughs> <laughs> so really what you're saying is share what feels right for you authentically. Yeah. And I, and I think it's, you know, it's just about they're hiring you. Like your service is great. They're hiring you for that too, but really they're hiring you. And if you're working with them for the long haul, they need to know like who you are. Yes. Not necessarily, unless you want to share about all your family stuff, you totally can. But if you're not, it's really important to share the pieces that are really you. Absolutely. So a question that's been burning in my head for the whole time we've been on this call, what is your soul card? So your soul card, soul record is really this 
I like to call it the etheric computer database of who you are that mm-hmm. has a catalog of everything about you, your thoughts, your emotions, um, actions, which are purposes, past lives, any sacred vows that you've made, karmic debts, everything is like in this vast database about you. And you can get information about anything from like stuff going on with your body to what's going on in your relationships to what's going on in your business. Um, like what you're a lot of times I work on with my clients, what their wealth blueprint is, which is all about how they best to make money that's actually based on their gifts and talent. So they're not trying to reach outside of themselves in any way to actually bring money in. They can be totally authentic with that. And so I love to use it just for and really in three ways. One is extracting information that you wouldn't normally have, or maybe you've been feeling in yourself, but need a confirmation on. And then there's clearing. So we can actually do lots of healing, clear lots of energy, resolve some, some issues on a soul level that'll help you to have energy to bring forward, which are here to bring forward and totally rock out in your purpose. And then there's the co-creation part, which is Matt really working with the higher vision of what you're here to do. I feel like we, we know what we're here to do. We have a big idea. We have a big vision, but there's actually something that's 10 times bigger. And if you allow yourself to dream that big, then you're going to be able to do some amazing things in your life. And we can, you can find the bigger vision and the, and the deeper work that you're here to do in your records. And I feel like that really fuels people and brings people home to themselves in a way that they really haven't found before. I'm all about creating situations where you have um, natural motivation to be doing what you're doing. So you're not feeling like you always have to pull your butt out of bed or you don't have any, you know, drag yourself to an event or something like that. I, I, I truly believe that you can make business easier by playing within your strengths and really knowing what you're here to do and and playing to that and being that fully. And so that's what I use the soul records for. Wow. That's so cool. And totally understand what you're saying that when you're excited and when you're really on purpose, it's very easy to work through the things that even, you know, some days don't feel so good because you know what that higher vision is. Um, And it taps right into, you know, what I believe, which is that everyone has greatness within them. And I think that so many people play small because they think that they're not that special person. But I have a, a belief that everyone has something special to share. So, you know, you're giving people such a beautiful gift to be able to get out there and help so many people. So I love that. I totally agree. I feel like we're all here to be a contribution to this bigger picture of consciousness and really elevate, you know, everyone around us. And so when we can focus on that, it really brings our gift forward and we really, we really do contribute to others in a bigger way. Yeah, totally love it. And I love that. I feel the world is changing and I feel that a lot more people are being open to this and starting to realize that there's, you know, what we know is just such a tiny, tiny, tiny part of what's out there. And I, and I really love that people are starting to embrace that. Definitely. I think it's beautiful. I don't know. I just, I just feel, you know, I have a client in Ireland who's all about philanthropy and that's his biggest thing as he's building right now. And we were just talking about how it's so like, entrepreneurs, we pivot, we get stuff done, we do all, you know, all this stuff. And we really have an amazing energy to be able to change the world very fast. If we allow ourselves to really go into that space where we can be our highest contribution. So yeah, I totally believe it. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Let's change the world. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) So Alexis, if there was one piece of advice that you wish someone had shared with you um, at the beginning of your business journey, what would that be? You're always going to be changing. So don't fight when things need to shift or things need to change or or to be let go of like stuff. That's just not a part of what you thought you were building to like, just let it go. I think 
when I first started, I had this idea that you were you thought one thing, you followed it out, and it was like a one and done thing. And I realized, you know, I'm like, shoot, I'm changing like month to month, day to day. Like, how do I manage all of this? And also, you know, building this business. And I think also, as you've seen in my story, you know, from health coach to like body image to all this, there's so there's so many avenues for uh, for you to play in, you know. So at least give yourself the opportunity to experiment, to experience, and then figure out what it is that you really want to do. Sometimes you know, going out the gate. Sometimes you just need to go on the journey. So honor that part of you too. Oh, you said that so beautifully, and I totally agree. And that's been my journey every day this week. You know, <laughs> I use the shower as my space to, ju- you know, I just get in the shower and all these ideas come and I get out of the shower and I say to my partner, hey, babe, you know, I've got this old, this idea. And he goes, oh, my God, that shower. You can't just- <laughs> <laughs> no more showers for you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, allowing, you're allowing or giving yourself the permission to be able to flow with wherever, you know, this new direction is and just to experience new thoughts instead of getting stuck on that, you know, this is the way it's doing is, I agree, it's something that I wish that someone had shared with me at the beginning of my journey too. So, I think that's very, very powerful. Definitely. And as long as you know how to make money, like that's the number one thing, you can do anything you want. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You can get any industry you want to go into. As long yep. as you know how to make the money, you can experiment and do whatever. That's so exactly definitely right. know your sales skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just have fun along the way. <laughs> oh, Alexis, it's been so much fun chatting with you today. I've absolutely loved it. What is the best way for my listeners to stay connected with you? Um, you can check me, check my website out at www.alexiselogan.com. That's A-L-E-X-I-S-E-L-O-G-A-N.com. I'm also on Instagram. It's kind of like my new obsession. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and you can find my handle is Alexis E. Logan and that's on Instagram. A-L-E-X-I-S-E-L-O-G-A-N on Instagram. And I'm always posting photos and inspirational stuff. And so message me. I love having conversations. (laughs) Well, I'm in the, I'm an Instagram junkie. So as soon as we get off this call, I'm going to go check out your Instagram. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Thank you so much for joining me today and for sharing all of your value and your heart. And I look forward to, I've, oh, I reckon we're going to chat again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me. I love having these conversations and, you know, I just feel the more real, more real we can spread about the entrepreneur space, the easier it is for people. It will be for people to succeed. Totally agree. Thank you so much, Alexis. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Unlimited Influence Podcast. You'll find the show notes over at theaccelerantgroup.com. It's your time to shine. <laughs>